This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to the Scorecard. Many doubted we'd ever see it. Where we focus on Chicagoland and national golf news. And here it is. The return to glory. Can't help but think of the long one he made in San Diego to pick up his first PGA Tour win in style. Here it comes. Here it Watch out. comes. And there's no doubt about it. The Bear has come out of hibernation. With your hosts, score golf expert and editor of Chicago District Golfer Magazine, Barry Cronin. Well, here it comes. Oh, my goodness. And Mike Esposito. In your life have you seen anything like that? Johnny, that's better than most. How about in? That is better than most. Better than most. Presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine on 670 The Score and Odyssey Station. Good morning, everybody. Welcome into the scorecard presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine. I'm Mike Esposito. Glad to be alongside you this morning. Also joining us, of course, the editor of Chicago District Golfer Magazine and my partner, Barry Cronin. Good morning, Barry. Good morning, Michael. How are you? Always great to talk to you. Good to talk to you as well. I am great, and I am reminded, not that I didn't necessarily know this but you know you're just your brain's not necessarily thinking but this is the one show during the year when we actually have live scoring going on while we're talking so because they're in europe playing at the british open and i love it so i'm here for that exactly mike and uh we're going to try to keep up with that scoring uh whether whether we can or not here at the uh, world headquarters yes absolutely so Lots of British Open talk today. Uh, we're excited about that uh, at the old Royal St. George's in Sandwich, uh, southeast of London there in uh, merry old England, the British Open. And, and what about it? We actually talked about it uh, not too long ago. Our old buddy Louis Oosthuizen, uh, he, yes. <laughs> he and his, his majors, the man, the man, it's like you look up, it's like, oh, 
you know, if I were one of those sports betting guys, which I'm not, I I would be very tempted uh, to to throw some uh, some cash on on our buddy Louie in the majors. Yeah, you know, Mike uh, Louie is uh, is unbelievable, and you gotta think that how 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 determined he must be to get this done after um, you know after these uh, you know he's had I think six runners up in his mm-hmm. career and two of them this year the the U.S. Open and the PGA and uh, of course we remember famously at the U.S. Open when he was uh, standing on the 17th tee and uh, he had the entire state of California to his right <laughs> and he had <laughs> and right. he had the and he had the Pacific Ocean and a big barranca as they like to call it uh-huh. uh, to his left and. Uh, he made the mistake of pulling his tee shot into the Barranca, which is, I think, what happens when you don't make the full turn. You know, you get a little yeah. quick, and there the ball goes left. And that's what happened. And so I have to think uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of self-loathing on his part uh, with, with regard to that. And, uh, you know, I'm sure he's just that much more determined uh, to, to get it done today. Although, <laughs> in saying that, um, he's got a couple of, uh, he's got some real good players right behind him. Oh yeah. You know, including Colin Morikawa, mm-hmm. who looks, looks like he's, I mean, his iron game is, is great. And of course we know he won the, uh, the PGA championship, uh, in 2020. Um, and then, uh, of course, Jordan Spieth is, is right one shot behind him. And, uh, Dustin Johnson is one shot behind him. At seven under par, and there's a few other guys tied. Mm-hmm. Uh, tied. So, uh, you know, I think it's going to be an inter- It's going to be a great weekend, isn't it? Isn't it fun yeah. uh, when we see all these guys up at the leaderboard and uh, big names, and uh, it, it's such a great venue, um, Royal St. George's. So, uh, just ex- yeah. I love the British Open. It's just so great. Although it's it's a, on a little bit early in the day for me. You know, Mike, it's great that we. It's great that it, it's great that it's on during our show, but it came on like at you know, two hours yeah. ago. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I get up for that. Yeah. That, that could be a DVR and then, uh, and then kind of catch <laughs> up as you, as you go yeah. here. But yeah, I mean, the leaderboard, the leaderboard is amazing. Uh, you know, you, you got down and mentioned through uh, DJ, he's tied with uh, among others, uh, a, the uh, champion from a few years ago at the John Deere classic Dylan Fratelli at seven under uh, right. at five under, John Rahm shot a 64 yesterday. He and Kepka among among uh, the players tied at five under, uh, still within shouting distance there. So uh, lots going on. Rory's playing well today. He's two under through four, but that only leaves him at two under for the tournament after uh, par 70s in the first two rounds. Uh, but Rory uh, making a slight move, I guess you could say. But uh, good stuff and live golf during our show, which we always love. Uh, here on the scorecard. So, uh, although Mike, I have to say, with regard to the live golf, they just changed to the ladies' tournament. The Golf Channel just turned to the ladies' tournament. So I think that means I have to go to the Peacock Network, which I don't know. You know, I got to <laughs> do some app no. or whatever, which I'm not doing because I no. can't take it. So I'll, no. I, we've got the ladies' golf on right now. There you go. Now we have to. Yeah, exactly. You're, they're and they're not. And, and they're not live. That's from yesterday. They're asking you and I to, to figure things out, which is never good when it comes to our no. technology. But no, no they it, must think we're they must not think we're not Americans. We like it easy. That's right. Just just put it on put it on easy for us. Um, exactly. 
No, so we have uh, we have lots of fun planned for you today. Uh, in addition to all the British Open talk, uh, let me give you a quick rundown uh, of our show. At 6.20, we will talk to the winner of the 2021 Illinois Women's Open, uh, Tristan Nolan. She uh, won that at Mistwood. She's an Illini, which I already love her. And uh, she yes. also won the Michigan Women's Open this summer. So she is... Uh, doing extremely well is Tristan. We'll talk to her at 6.20. Andy Michelson on our Swing Thoughts segment, uh, head pro at Mistwood, uh, the host site of next week's Illinois State Amateur. Uh, We will talk to Andy uh, at 6.40 uh, and uh, hopefully get some tips. Lord knows uh, you and I uh, are always open, and I know our listeners are, to uh, free golf tips. We'll take those. Uh, we'll have our guest uh, live at 7 o'clock, live from England, Barry, which, you know, we're an international show. People, I'm sure, streaming us by the, by the dozens uh, overseas. Uh, we, will, we will have uh, Bob Herrig, longtime <laughs> golf writer from ESPN.com on. Uh, he is there at the British Open. He will join us. Um, Bob is a local native. Uh, he's been on the show before. We always enjoy talking to Bob a long time golf writer uh you know him from espn.com uh we will get the latest from bob at seven and then at 740 mulby dillard the fourth uh you've seen him on chicago district golfer magazine on the cover he plays down at florida a&m he is the number one the top ranked minority college golfer in the nation he's from hyde park went to whitney young now at florida a&m uh we will talk to mulby at 740 and uh, lots of British Open talk, which we will uh, continue right now. And uh, um, we, we mentioned some of the the leaders um, and the the great leaderboard that we have. Uh, I did see this on Twitter yesterday, and I wanted to, I kind of marked it here. Louis Oosthuizen's position after his last nine championship rounds in majors: one, one, two, tied for first, third, first, second, third, first. Yeah, that is not I mean, bad. After his it's first unbelievable. Two no, it's yeah. unbelievable. And he, of course, set the uh, set the British Open record, uh, scoring record for 11 under par after two rounds. So um, yeah, he's playing great. And of course, Mike, one thing we you you probably noticed when you turned on uh, the British Open is that uh, it doesn't look like the British Open. It looks like the uh, uh, Bob Hope Desert Classic because there's no <laughs> there's no rain. Uh, there's no wind. Um, it, the, the sun is out. It's perfect conditions. So you wonder, well, is this the British Open? Normally you see um, a lot of bad weather, but they've had fabulous weather. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that obviously has helped scoring quite a bit. Um, uh, the yeah. one defense of these, of these, uh, these, these Lynx golf courses, you know, there's no trees. <laughs> so uh, there, that, that's one defense gone. Um, and uh, of course, the uh, if you if you if you get offline and you hit it pretty far in, in, into the fescue and everything, that's hard to get out of. Mm-hmm. But um, but basically, there's there's really not a lot for, for them to uh, to have to contend with. Um, so uh, and the green speeds are are low as they have to be because if they do get wind and uh, etc., the um, the greens can be too fast to putt, so they've got to leave them around uh, 10 on the stint meter, which is not that fast. So, um, 
it's interesting on the leaderboard in that case where you see guys like Morikawa when he he's got a little putting pr- trouble. He's not always the greatest putter on these fast greens. You see him messing around with his grip, and when he did win um, uh, the PGA, it was kind of wet conditions and the greens were a little bit slow. So um, you see this M- Emilio Grillo uh, f- from South America. He's a great ball striker, but he's all. Yep, I see. Uh, we seem to have lost our friend Barry there. Uh, we will, <laughs> we will effort getting him back, and uh, we will continue to talk here uh, on the on the Brit- British Open. Barry, are you back there? I am back, and you know, I'm glad you did. You have the seven seven second delay because I did uh, when I heard I was disconnected. Said something, so that's not that was not good. No, <laughs> I'm glad we, you didn't. Uh, I'm glad you didn't hear it. I we, we we had we had uh, dead air for a second there, and then I started talking, and I'm sure I said nothing intelligent because <laughs> you were <laughs> oh, you were in mid sentence. <laughs> uh, well, um, uh, anyway, the, the it's the the conditions in uh, in uh, in England, good old Sandwich, England, are yeah. uh, are very good, and of course, Mike, we have the ongoing, uh, never-ending, controversial man, uh, Bryson DeChambeau. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. After his first round, he shot, okay, so he shot one over par. I uh, shot 71, and um, I think Louis shot six under, and, and Spieth had a really good round, etc. And he afterward was doing his whole emotional uh, poor me deal, and he started to uh, condemn Cobra. Cobra is his company, his, his equipment company that, that's mm-hmm. been with him since he turned pro, and he was talking about how... His driver didn't work. He hated. He said, "My driver sucks." And so uh, this is unbelievable, really, when you think about it. I mean, it he's being really paid is, a lot yeah. of money. I mean, it's okay. You know, we, the sports radio community, uh, loves it when the players are transparent. But then we also condemn them, saying, "Well, that's so stupid that you were transparent." <laughs> so uh, he uh, he condemned his driver and his uh, his equipment company, and then the guy that caddied for him last week, who handles, who is in charge of handling him uh, at for Cobra, came out and said, "You know, basically Bryson's uh, uh, being very selfish and he's uh, acting like an eight-year-old," mm-hmm. and they ripped him back. Yep. So. Man, so then he came out and apologized on Twitter. And then, of course, Brooks Kepka yesterday, <laughs> during his little <laughs> post-round interview, um, he was going, he was talking, 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 and then he said, oh, yeah, I'm hitting it really good. And then he says, I love my driver. And then he kept going on, you know, as if just uh-huh. to slip it in yep. uh, to kind of mess around with uh, with Bryson. And, uh, and then even Justin Thomas, I noticed, took a little fun shot at Bryson. Um, so it's it's going to be an interesting Ryder Cup experience for our captain Steve Stricker from uh, yeah. Illinois. I mean, I, I don't know. It, it's just it's just terrible what's going on to me. I, I just it, in a way, you know, it's not a good look for the Ryder Cup team as they go to Kohler, Wisconsin, to Whistling Straits in late September. And I mean, it's not that far away. It's only a couple of months away. So, mm-hmm. and uh, nope. I, I, I don't I don't I don't really like it. <laughs> No, and and you know what I mean. As you said, I mean it's. I guess some of it is entertaining. I mean, to me, this thing, you you hit it on the head. Actually, the Cobra guy hit it right on the head. This is just dumb, and he's acting like a baby. You know, you're, 
your longtime uh, equipment sponsor who is paying you a ton of dough is, you know, all of a sudden, I guess you have a bad round and they get they get the bus. You know, here's the front of the bus, Cobra. But, you know, Bryson, you're not playing very well. And, you know, I, I did look as we were talking here. He's uh, he's through 12 today and he's plus three on the day. Uh, right. Not so great. Or plus two on the day. Sorry. Plus three for the tournament. Um, but Bryson is uh, down there tied for 67th. And uh, yeah, he, I mean, he's a guy who we were uh, we were contemplating. I mean, you're talking about the Ryder Cup. He's a guy who has been uh, in in recent memory, you know, amongst the best players in the world. And he's uh, he's struggling a bit, and he's letting everyone know it. I do, I did, I did enjoy the Kepka, the the gentle uh, or whatever you want to call it. But the oh, by the way, I'm hit. You know, my driver's going great. Thanks for asking. You know that that made me laugh. Yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, and he's wound up, I think, kind of winning the argument uh, with uh, yes. with Bryson. Bryson's very emotional and very, and, and let's face it, you know, people are very um, enamored of him or at least interested in him because he does. He he was trying to get to uh, a ball speed of 206 miles an hour, and uh, he was up on the driving range trying to do that. When you hit the ball, when your ball speed is 200 miles an hour. If you hit a little bit off the center, it's going to go, man. It's going to go anywhere it wants yep. to go. So, And if you have a situation um, at the British Open where you've got all that deep fescue, um, um, uh, you're going to hit it in the fescue if you're not perfect. And that's the problem. I mean, he can get around uh, courses in the U.S. And, uh, and bomb and gouge the ball. Um, but this this is a test. This golf course is a test is testing more than that. Uh, they're not allowing you to just go around and bomb and gouge. And if you look at people like look at Jordan Spieth, not a bomber or a gouger, or, or mm-hmm. really more a cow either. I mean, these guys hit it 300 yards off the tee basically, or maybe a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But they're not bombers per se. These guys are a Morikawa in particular with a with a tremendous iron game. I mean, man, he was putting the he was putting his approach shots to the green so close yesterday that uh, that it was making uh, the putting almost easy for him. Um, so anyway, poor Bryson. Yep. He made the he made the cut on the number, and now he had to tee off uh, while our show is on the air. That's right, you know, which, which tells you right that's early. pretty early. Yes, it is. Uh, plenty more from the British Open uh, on the show. Uh, we are broadcasting live from the Score Hyundai Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. The Tech Zone, brought to you by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time and shop online at rosenhyundai.com. Barry, a few texts I want to read to you before we take our break. Uh, from Ming773, he says, Morning, Louie is not a closer. Once he's caught, he'll fold. That from our guy Ming. Uh, and Peoria Matt asks... Jokingly, as he always does, has Bryson complained about anything today? Not yet, Matt. He will get there. He has not hit the post-game press conference yet, so we, we have to we have to give him some time. Will, I, I would will. tell you what I would tell you um, how long you would have to wait for the complaint, but I because but I don't know where he is on the golf course because I have to I'm watching the repeat of the ladies' golf from yesterday. Well, Barry, and so. that is why I'm here from you. He is playing 13, and uh, we, we've got to give him a few more oh, he holes. Is. But he's on his, 13. His his, po- his post round interview should be. Let's give him an hour and a half for that. <laughs> yeah, that's about if, right. That's we, about we, right. 
We should be just finishing up, Matt. So if we have any breaking Bryson complaining, we will we will certainly uh, let you guys know. <laughs> uh, we do need to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we will talk to Tristan Nolan, the winner of the Illinois Women's Open at Mistwood. Uh, and uh, we look forward to doing that next. It's the Scorecard, presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine on 670 The Score. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And welcome back to the scorecard presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine. We are in England this week, Barry. English rock. English rock with the clash. We love the clash. Yes, absolutely. And we'll see. Uh, we'll see how Bryson invokes the clash in his post-game uh, press conference, his post-round <laughs> he, press conference. I keep calling it post-game, post-round press conference there at Royal St. George's in well, Sandwich. He may need something. He'd, he'd be better off them playing over his quotes than uh, than actually being quoted. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and and we're we're excited to uh, talk to our next guest, Barry. We jump on out to the score hotline, brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's Largest sports book. She is the 2021 Illinois Women's Open winner. Uh, also won the Michigan Women's Open. She's an Illini. You open her Twitter page. It's orange and blue, and I love it for it. It's Tristan Nolan who joins us. Good morning, Tristan. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Great. Thank you so much for being with us, Tristan. Um, you won the Illinois Women's Open uh, a couple of weeks ago. So uh, tell us a little bit about that tournament. How did you uh, how did you accomplish it? I think I've played. It's been four tournaments now at Mistwood Golf Club. I love that place. Very beautiful. Um, a great challenge too. Very risk reward course. Uh, 
Um, I've gotten runner-up in two of those tournaments. So, you know, I think that gave me a little bit of an edge going in, just knowing the course so well and knowing that I could play great. Um, it also helped having my former teammate up there being on the bag. Um, she's living up in Chicago right now, so she she got to come down and play um, a little bit with us during the practice round and um, kind of keep me relaxed throughout the tournament. And then Crystal, and, my and, teammate. And who, uh, wait, 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 and who is that? Who is that, the, the caddy for you? Bing Singh Somali. She graduated okay. a year a year before me, so. Okay. But it was and just a ahead. lot of fun. And Crystal, Crystal, my teammate, uh, she's going into her senior year now. She got to play right in front of me um, during the final round. So we were able to kind of go back to our collegiate routine of waving once once we finish out the hole just to kind of send positive vibes. So it was a lot of fun. Great. And uh, and uh, did, did you I, – I just don't have the uh, scores in front of me. Did you – Would how, how much did you win by? What was the story there? I won by two at Mistwood. It was a it was a tight match with Lukey there at the end, but kind of came out on top on seventeen, and then and then was able to par eighteen. But it was definitely a close close match because I entered the day with only one shot lead. Now, Tristan, you are you are so you're a fifth year. You're going for your masters, correct? At at U of I. Yes, I I graduated undergrad, and I'm actually finishing up my masters in August. So I'm just taking one class. So almost there. Yep. No, and and I saw on, on your on your Twitter, uh, you you your pinned tweet. Uh, tell us about the Big Ten Medal of Honor because that, I know that's uh, that's quite a thing, and you and uh, Michael Carr from from uh, Men's Wrestling uh, are featured on there. Yeah, just hearing that you know I had even been considered for that for that award um, was an extreme honor, and to actually come out um, and receive it, um, I'm very very grateful. You know, Illinois. Is, is really my second home, and I love I love that entire community, um, all of the staff, all of our resources, my coaches, my teammates, um, really just Champaign-Urbana. It's it's my second home, and um, to receive that means means a lot. And I can't wait to you know use that platform to kind of share my passion for you know sports, golf, and then also the university with others. And I have to ask because you're you're a Kentucky native, so how did you wind up at Illinois? Yeah, I will say, you know, through the whole recruiting process, going north wasn't necessarily appealing for, right. you know, wanting to play golf year-round. Um, but, I mean, as as you all probably well know, that facility enables us to hit whatever type of shot we want to hit at whatever time of year. Um, and then also just being able to see the culture um, that Coach Sloan and then also Coach Small has created for Illinois. Um, you know, they gave us the best position um, and the resources to kind of pursue whatever career we want, whether that's professional golf or um, being successful academically. Um, I felt that Illinois would give me the best chance to succeed as a professional, um, and I, I definitely made the right choice. And and uh, how did you start playing golf, Tristan? Was Is it in your family? Is uh, A lot of times uh, people's uh, parents are in the industry or whatever. How did you get going? Yeah, so my dad was actually super, um, super into golf when he was younger. He would pretty much go out every single day and play. Um, so when I came around, he, he took me out. I was probably about five or six. I had no idea what I was doing. I would use his clubs, which were probably oh, wow. twice my size. She would. Um, yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, but he actually took me out to what's still my home course in Richmond, Kentucky, Gibson Bay Golf Course, and he introduced me to – my still swing coach, Jason Eberly, 
And I started um, actually at a junior clinic when I was about six years old. Um, and then just sort of progressed from there, started playing in tournaments um, and still still working closely with Jason. So it's, it's an interesting story. That's great. And and for those of us who are geographically challenged, uh, which would which for people in Chicago is any place south of Kankakee, <laughs> where, 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 where is Richmond, Kentucky in the great scheme of things? It is pretty much right in central Kentucky. If you know where Lexington is, I live about 20 minutes south of there. Oh, Lexington's a beautiful place. Beautiful place. Oh yes, beautiful yeah. land. And they had a they had a PGA tour event in Lexington last week or this week, right? Against the British Open. Yeah. yeah. Barbasol. So, Barbasol. Yeah, of course, Barbasol. I use yeah. it all the time. Uh, <laughs> now you, you won it. You won the Michigan Open. Have you? While you're getting your Masters, you're playing all these tournaments. What you won the Michigan Open and the Illinois Open? Are there? Have you played in other events? And what else are you doing this summer? So I actually just finished the Kentucky Women's Open about two days ago. Um, didn't play the best in that one, but it was still a fun event. It was actually only 36 holes. And then this upcoming Wednesday, I head down um, to Fairfield Glade, Tennessee, for the Tennessee Women's Open. Then I will head down to Florida, and then it's Q School in Cali in the middle of August. So you, have you, uh, you've already turned pro then, I assume? Yes, sir. Awesome. So that's good. So uh, I hope you made big bucks at the Illinois Women's Open. Somebody ponied up some, you know, some serious, some serious <laughs> cash. Yeah, very grateful for that. I'm going to use, I guess we're calling this like the state open tour. Um, so whatever money I can make, I can make from these, these events I'm going to use for Q School to kind of bring my dreams to reality. I'm excited. How, right. how 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 different, you know, I know uh, Nick Hardy a few years ago, obviously a great star at Illinois, uh, when he left and he turned pro, um, he got a deal with uh, Cal- with uh, with Nike, I believe, uh, and so mm-hmm. they gave him a lot of money. He could go out and play the uh, Corn Ferry Tour, and and he's doing great. You know, he's making money on that tour, but he's also got a sponsor that kind of is, is a backstop for him. You know, and I'm just wondering, yeah. it, how is it for for women golfers? Uh, is that something that you have, or or that other maybe women in the in the, who graduated from college golf into the pro scene? Is that is that a thing? I think there's a little bit of a difference, like men and women wise, just because I mean, at this point, I really haven't had a whole lot of opportunities um, for sponsorships. I've had a couple people reach out, um, but you know, I think I think the guys might be in a little bit better of a position to take advantage pretty much as soon as they end their collegiate career, just because their visibility um, seems to be a little bit better. Um, but I do, I do have a couple sponsorships line, lining up, and I plan on creating maybe like a GoFundMe just to kind of increase visibility um, and things like that. But in it, in it for the long run. So we'll kind of take it, take it one step at a time, just because it is, it's also new. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, and it's, it's Barry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, um, and then after the state open tour, then you go to California, right, for the. Uh, to, and, and for the qualifying school to try to get on the Symmetra tour, is that correct? Yes, sir. So there's there's stage one, stage two, and Q school. So if I or and Q series. So if I make it all the way to Q series, I'll actually have my LPGA card, which oh would be convenient. Oh, that would be that awesome. would be yeah. <laughs> that would be extremely convenient. And so you're so you're finishing yeah. your masters, and uh, I know that's on the horizon you mentioned you're in this for the long haul so so how, how is this i mean you're, you're at this point in your life right i mean you finished uh 
you know, your collegiate career, you're finishing your master's. I mean, and it, I'm, I've got to assume this has been your, your lifetime goal, right? Since you've started playing. So it's, it's gotta be pretty surreal, uh, having all this happening uh, for you at the same time. You're all your hard work paying off. Yeah. It's, I think definitely over this past year, 2020, uh, you know, took us all for kind of a whirlwind and just kind of seeing everything come to fruition in 2021 has been, is, I'm very grateful for that. You know, I, you say it's kind of been a life lifelong dream. I really actually didn't decide to play college golf until, you know, probably my sophomore junior year of high school. Um, and then throughout college, I actually, I under, I majored in um, kinesiology during undergrad and I wanted to be a physical therapist. And then as I got better and as I got, I guess, more addicted to the game, I realized, you know, I want to do this for as long as I can and I want to play at the highest level that I can. Um, and I'm, I'm thankful that I'm able to do that now. Well, we're so thankful to have had you on the show, uh, uh, Tristan, and uh, you talked about your runner-up finishes uh, at uh, Mistwood, and uh, we had talked earlier about Louis Ustase and all of his runner-up finishes I'm sure you're familiar with. Um, so maybe he really can get it done this week at the, uh, at the British Open. So uh, you'll be inspiration to him. <laughs> Thank you so much. Wishing him the best. I hope he does pull it off. Thank all you right, so Tristan. Much. Thank you for being with us. We really appreciate it. Of course. You all have a good one. Thank you. You too. That's Tristan Nolan. Uh, she is, uh, as you just heard, she's uh, playing on the uh, the state open tour, as she called it. Uh, former Illinois star. Uh, hopefully we'll get her LPGA tour card uh, this year. But uh, awesome to talk to her. And uh, she did win uh, the Illinois Women's Open a few weeks back at Mistwood. Uh, and speaking of Mistwood, Barry, this is uh, what we in the radio business call a seg. Our Spring <laughs> Thoughts segment uh, from Mistwood, the head pro there, Andy Michelson, will join us. Andy will uh, tell us uh, what we could do to better our games, and Lord knows, at least I speak for myself, uh, we, we, can all, we can all use it. Uh, Barry, you shot, we, we, we will talk about our round next week, but Barry and I got to play uh, earlier this week uh, out at the Glenview Club, and uh, Barry schooled us all. Uh, oh, me included, no, but he, he's, he hits him straight. He's, he's, he's the straight man on, on the show. Uh, that, that would not be me. Uh, anyway, we'll talk to Andy Michaels and he, he will tell me how to hit it straight next. Uh, he's from Mistwood and, uh, he's next here on the scorecard presented by Chicago district golfer magazine, Barry Cronin, Mike Esposito on 670, the score. Just let it happen. Be the ball. Be the ball, Danny. You're not being the ball, Danny. Well, it's kind of difficult with you talking like okay. that. Okay, I'm not talking. Stop talking. And now, the Scorecard presents Swing Thoughts. Some free advice from the best teachers in the game. And it is that time of the show when we do our Swing Thoughts, try to get some tips for all of our listeners on how to improve their game. To do that, we head on out to the Circa Resort and Casino Hotline, Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. The head pro from Misswood Golf Course, Andy Michelson, is joining us. Hey, Andy, good morning. Hey, how you doing? Good morning, Andy. Great to uh, have you with us uh, today. And uh, as uh, uh, Mistwood prepares for the Illinois State Amateur coming up uh, this coming week or early next week, and... Uh, and uh, what are you guys doing to get the course ready, Andy? 
Well, um, you know, we, we, we put a little teeth into it this year. Um, you know, we're, we're excited to, you know, first, first of all, be, be hosting the event. Um, you know, with, uh, with the rains we've had the last few weeks, you know, we're, we're trying our best to, to get the course nice and, uh, nice and kind of firm, dried out. Uh, we've grown the rough, rough up a little bit. So we're trying to create uh, a pretty nice challenge for the players uh, this upcoming week, but uh, still uh, provide a, a very fair test for everybody. Right. And Tristan Nolan, uh, who won the Illinois Women's Amateur, was just on a few minutes ago talking about how much she loved the golf course. And we know that it's um, it's not your typical Midwestern Parkland type of golf course with tree-lined fairways on both sides. It's really kind of in a wide open area, and you've got a lot of fescue grass, which of course reminds us of this week's British Open at, the, uh, at Royal St. George's. So... Um, one of the shots that we have seen out there, uh, although not as much as you would if the wind was blowing uh, harder at the British Open, uh, is the knockdown shot. And I'm just wondering if, if you might be able to talk to us a little bit about that shot and whether some of the players uh, next week might find you know, have that come in handy. And how do we do it anyway? Yeah, so uh, if you've got a club handy, uh, make some room and uh, we'll go through that. So. Uh, basically, to, to keep the ball low, we, we kind of want to have a, a lot of swing thoughts that, that center around that, around keeping the ball low. So um, I'm going to have, you know, it, it all kind of starts in setup. So I'm going to have my ball position to be, you know, center or maybe a little bit back. Uh, I'm going to have more pressure kind of in my feet. So I'm going to have a little bit more pressure forward in my feet towards my target and not away from my target because, again, I'm trying to hit it a little bit lower. Um, so we want to kind of maintain that pressure uh, forward in our in our stance, uh, and then have our hands a little bit forward. So we're going to have more of the uh, grip of the club pointed towards our our front hip, and we're going to try and maintain that position, you know, as we're as we're making the swing. Um, and then we've all heard the term, you know, when the wind's blowing, uh, when it's breezy, swing easy. Basically, what that what that means is take a little extra club swing well within yourself you know don't don't be trying to make a swing that uh that, that puts you off balance um i always say to my students a, a good kind of checkpoint when when it's all said and done is you know to have the have the head and the shaft kind of pointed right back at your stomach when you finish we don't want to be making this this big finish because if we're trying to hit it low we want to have a nice low finish where the head and shaft is pointed at the target and the uh, the butt of the club is pointed back at our stomach. So um, that's really a, a good way to knock it down. And I would say one of the other, one of the other things you can learn, especially from, you know, a week like this watching the British open is, is we don't always need to put the ball straight up in the air when we're hitting chips, you know, when we're around the greens hitting pitch shots, flight that ball down, bring it in a little bit lower, let that ball run out and, and uh, you know, let it run to the hole. We don't always have to be, flying it all the way to the hole uh, like we like we like to do grab a lot of loft and throw way up in there take a little less loft and, and get that ball rolling on the ground so Andy in terms of how far we can hit how far away from the green we can hit a knockdown shot I mean are we talking a hundred yards are we talking 50 yards um, and then how do we decide what club to use uh, when we're doing this? I mean, are people, a lot of people just hit a sand wedge of 56 degrees, 58 degrees, whatever, 54. Hello? Yeah, oh, Andy, sorry, sorry Mike here. Uh, we, 
Barry is uh, Barry's having technical difficulties, but no, and I, and I was going to ask you about. Yeah, Barry had mentioned the uh, the St. Andrews style bunkers and the you know the feel really of the course. And I know you guys uh, recently at Misswood had a, a, a multi-year renovation. Uh, how is that? I, I I know from what I have seen personally that I think that has has uh, been extremely well received. Yeah, and 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 it has kind of the look and feel very much of what you're what you're seeing this week. I mean. Uh, some of the things that, that's very unique to, to Misswood itself, we have the stacked sidewall bunkers uh, throughout the golf course. Um, you know, the, the wind does blow a little bit uh, out of Misswood. So uh, the conditions that you see uh, very similar to, to this week are, are what you would, would normally play at Misswood. It's definitely not a parkland style. It's definitely more of a link style. But a uh, unique feature that we have in our properties, we have a 68-acre lake that much of the back nine wraps around. So, uh, it's it's a very unique property for uh, for the area. Now uh, I know you you uh, made your first appearance in the PGA Professional Championship this year, made the cut and everything. How how was that uh, for you? And how did you uh, enjoy? I'm sure you enjoyed playing, but how did how did that go for you in terms of prep and uh, and really getting back into it? Yeah, I mean it was a it was a really cool learning experience. Um, you know, being in that in that field with uh, the best PJ professionals in the country. Um, definitely, definitely just kind of had a lot of elements to overcome. You know, it's early in the year for us, um, you know, being Midwest guys. So uh, finding ways to train, you know, as, as trying to hit as many balls as I could uh, leading up to the event in the dome. And uh, as we got to the golf course and uh, just trying to, to best prepare myself. And then when we, um, you know, got down to Florida and, uh, we're playing against you know those type of players. Make sure that I had uh, kind of plenty of practice rounds under my belt and felt comfortable on the grasses and, and just uh, just the different elements. But definitely a learning experience and, and and something that I you know hope to be competing in for for years to come. I mean the ultimate goal for every PGA professional that's that's competitive is to uh, to find a way to to get in that top twenty and make the PGA Championship. Yeah, no, no doubt. And, and we've talked about that uh, on our show. We have a, uh, you know, just natural, right? You root, you root for guys uh, like yourself, uh, the PGA pros, uh, as they as they make it into there, into the into the championship. Um, and uh, certainly uh, wish that for you. But so, so you mentioned working in the dome and I know the uh, Misswood Performance Center is uh, an indoor facility that you guys offer. Uh, I assume when you're teaching uh, and when you have your, your students in there, you do both the indoor, you do the outdoor, you do, uh, whatever it takes and you have the technology there too, correct? Yeah, we're, we're, uh, a 12 month operation. Uh, one of kind of the main technology elements that we use, uh, throughout the year, uh, we have, we partner with top tracer. So, uh, we have top tracer both at our performance center at Mistral golf club, and then also at the, uh, at the golf dome. And then, um, you know, when we're kind of taking the next level, having our students get fit, we have, Sam Putt Lab, Trackman, um, and, and all those other elements to, to really kind of take their their practice and and training to the next level. Yeah, no, and and I'm sure uh, you guys have seen a lot of the uh, boom, I guess you would call it, that the game of golf certainly within the last year. Uh, Absolutely. I know when, when Barry and I uh, started doing the show last season, it was a little delayed because of lockdown, but when we finally got back on the air. I know there was some uh, skepticism, I guess would be the word. You know, nobody knew what was coming. Nobody knew how the year was going to go. Everyone was coming off of hard lockdown, but 
really the the industry I think exploded out of that, and, and it sounds like you guys uh, saw a lot of that as well. Andy, and be, being being kind of involved in the in the process uh, as we were kind of coming out of lockdowns with the Illinois PGA Board, um, you know, it was it was actually amazing. I mean, <laughs> how how it just kind of opened wide open and the floodgates opened, and um, you know, f- for me, I, I I love the fact that people were seeing it as 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 kind of a, a reprieve, you know, being able to get outside, being able to exercise, being able to, um, you know, get away from, from the, the worries and concerns that, uh, that the pandemic brought about. Now, I think we have Barry back, Barry. Yes, I'm here, but in a different, you know, I sound a little different, I believe. Yes, you do. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, sorry. I missed a little bit about that, a little bit of that, Andy, but, uh, um, and certainly Mistwood, uh, you guys had a great year last year. And uh, bring us up to date on what's going on this year. I, I imagine it's similar, but with people uh, uh, now starting to commute, I see a lot more traffic than I did a year ago. Um, people going to work. People actually going to work, which is hard to believe. Um, how, how's it going? How have you uh, experienced this year so far? Yeah, I mean, for us, really, golf hasn't slowed down. And when I talk to Kind of my colleagues other courses it's 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 much in the same way um you know the the foundation that was was made last year um for golf was was extremely fortunate again people saw it as as an uh, a great alternative a lot of new people uh get into the game i mean there's some elements that that happened last year that aren't going to go away and that's why i think this this golf boom is is really going to be sustained for a while i mean you know, for us personally, we went from one PGA Junior League team to three PGA Junior League teams. We um, had so many new uh, clients and customers uh, coming to us for, for lessons for the first time or getting back into the game. And those are things that don't just go away in a year. Um, you know, people will continue to play golf, continue to try and play golf. And some of the, the best times that they had or the best memories that they had from 2020 were on the golf course. So, uh, they want to keep reliving that, and and I think this is I think this is here to stay for a while. So uh, golf's in a in a really good spot for for at least a few years to come. You know, Andy, not every not every golf course uh, uh, has invites uh, tournaments to come in. Um, you know, because it takes away uh, tee times uh, from where they could be uh, selling tee times to uh, to people. Um, tell us a little bit, and you've had the Illinois women's open. Now you're going to have the Illinois state amateur. Um, what's, why are you, why do you do that? Um, I, I think it's cause we, we tend to see the bigger picture, um, from a, just a cultural standpoint. We understand that, um, hosting events like this or, or hosting, um, you know, some of the most prestigious events in the, uh, in the state, um, just kind of put us, put us in a different kind of in a different uh, different realm compared to other public golf courses. You know, when you look at an event like the State Am, there really hasn't been a whole lot of public golf courses that have hosted this event. Um, you know, one that comes to mind right off the bat is a place like Cantini. Um, but but outside of that, there really isn't a whole lot of public golf courses that are um, willing to uh, basically set aside the week for uh, the best players in the state to come play. And, and for us, you know, we went through a list um, – man, this is probably six or seven years ago, but 
went through a list of, of tournaments that we were targeting. I mean, we would love to host some type of national championship. We did that with uh, the Women's Western Am uh, a few years back. Um, we're continuously a host of the Illinois Women's Open. And then, um, yeah, believe me, State Am was right up there close to the top on our radar. Um, I can see us eventually hosting a Illinois Open uh, someday uh, as well. So uh, we want to make sure that we're, we're a venue that, uh, you know, is kind of top of mind when people think of tournament golf. Well, Andy, we, we certainly uh, appreciate you jumping on this morning and telling us about everything going on at Misswood. And thanks for uh, your tips there. Uh, so, so the next time we come out, we'll we'll be able to hit properly uh, at, uh, at some, on some of the holes there. As uh, Barry, as I've already learned, is already uh, well prepared to do that. Uh, I, I could use all the help we can get. So uh, we do appreciate we do appreciate your time, though, this morning, Andy. Sounds good, guys. Thanks for having me on. Thanks. Thank you, Andy. Andy Michelson, head pro at Mistwood on our Swing Thoughts segment. Uh, we do uh, uh, appreciate all of our uh, PGA pros who join us, and Andy uh, was kind enough to join us this week from Mistwood, Barry. Yes, uh, good man, and in uh, that Illinois, uh, the Illinois amateur uh, this this coming week will be a good one. There's a good field of players, and uh, uh, we'll see how the golf course uh, stands up. It looks like they're going to have good weather. So that'll be good. We won't have just, uh, you know, we've had rain and clouds for the last week, but hopefully uh, next week looks like it's going to be a good weather week and uh, should be a good tournament. Uh, the Chicago District Golf Association uh, runs that event, and uh, I know they're all they're all pumped up about it at the at the CDGA, so it'll be great. Absolutely, and uh, I didn't even get to ask Andy. We talked about uh, him making uh, an appearance in the PGA Professional Championship uh uh, but he is also a recently elected member of the Bradley University Athletics Hall of Fame, and I was gonna I was gonna give him some kudos for that, and I didn't uh, have time. But next time we'll have to do that. Uh, when we come back, Barry here on the scorecard, out to Royal St George's we go in good old Sandwich, England, where the British Open is being broadcast. Longtime ESPN.com golf writer Bob Herrig will join us. We're excited to talk to Bob, catch up about everything that's going on at the British Open. That is when we return here on The Scorecard, presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine. He's Barry Cronin. I'm Mike Esposito. This is Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it 
in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.